This is the Jets High School Football Hour, fueled by Gatorade. Now here's Mike Quick and Matt Sims. Ho ho! Sims, it's been what, since December 9th, 2019, since we were together, and a lot has changed. You're married. You have a new baby, I think an offensive lineman. Uh, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Michael. It's great to be back, and good to see you, man. Uh, unfortunately for me, I've been just spending way too much time with you recently, and you're like on speed dial for me, and I'm already over it. All right, but I it's know. good to see you, brother. Hey, you know who's pumped up to hear you this year? I was with Marty Lyons yesterday, and it's great to have the Jets and Gatorade sponsoring this show. We stepped up to the big time. I was out there at McClancy yesterday with Marty, the president of McClancy, Nick Melito. Right. So everybody's like, tell Sims not to mess it up like he did two years ago. I said, no, Matt's going to be fine. I mean, turn the page, guys. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate it. Here's the big thing, okay? Let, let's get into it right away. Yeah. There's a guy over there in Wayne right now, probably a little nervous, Nick Campanelli. Big right. game tonight, 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah, baby. First game he's ever going to coach. He'll join us later in the show. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about there's a change in the Rutgers radio booth. And um, so Fooch and Carlin are going to have new people to work with at 12 o'clock when they kick it off against Temple. That game was moved. And more Rutgers news, Sims. And this bothers me. Gavin Winsman, the highly touted quarterback out of Kentucky, Owensboro High School, uh, he said last night, that's it, I'm done. I'm coming. I'm leaving my high school teammates. I'm going to take a six-figure paycheck, NIL. I'm going to come play for Rutgers. The thing that bothers me, all right, you want to cash in, go right ahead. I hate the fact that he abandoned his teammates three games into their high school season. If you're going to go, go in June, not now. Really tough situation, honestly, for everyone a part of it. Now, I totally agree with you. Do not make the move as the season has started. Make the commitment. Finish the commitment. Um, You know, that being said, selfishly, too, as well, if I was in his position and thinking about it during the offseason, might have pulled the trigger, too, as well, especially with the NIL, new rules, um, being on the college campus, getting acclimated to playing Division I football, avoiding the risk of potentially being injured, um, so it's definitely a catch 22 and it's something that, uh, even on the ride over, I was thinking about twice of just what decision I would make. Now, that being said, if I would have left my high school career after my junior year, um, I would have missed out on, you know, uh, running over to St. Peter's sideline and giving them the business Boy, after we beat them 41 nothing. You think about that, huh? No, it's actually one of the few moments where people, that's the only moment they remember me in high school. You know, like I thought I was a decent player, but they're always reminding me of that. So No, you were pretty uh, good. I thought you were always <laughs> a good kid when I you were over there at your brother Chris's games at Ramapo High School. And I thought you got a little nuts after your sophomore year yeah. at Bosco. Uh, that's what but happens. But you matured. Yeah, that's what happens when you, you hang matured. Coach Toll. Yeah. Give, give us a call, 1-800-919-3776. I know the people are getting down there, and, and thank God, uh, you know, Piscataway got crushed on Thursday. A lot of people did. They well, have just, that yeah, place ready to go. Our prayers go out Absolutely. to everybody, too, that were affected by the hurricane. And, you know, obviously everyone wants to play football and be back from the, the hiatus of COVID. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just a game, and we're just happy that, uh, you know, everyone is safe now, and hopefully just everyone is, is finding their way through this process. Well said, Sims. 1-800-919-3776. We told you that uh, Nikki Campanelli was going to be on the show. Our buddy Kavala. Always said he's the forgotten Campanelli, so we're going to change that yeah, today. He, he's going to change we're, that himself too, as well. A hundred percent. So yeah, I, I know it's a big thing. We've seen it at Ohio State now, where a high school kid leaves his high school senior year. Uh, is a high school kid ready? Seriously, as a high school senior, if he got in, okay, let's say Vedrill's Vedrill's the quarterback, and there's two other guys, you know, fighting him for the job. Is a high school kid 
ready to play? Is a high school kid ready to line up against Ohio State? A decade ago, I would say there's no way that they're ready. Now, in today's day and age, with just the fact that there's just more coaches out there, there's more information out there, there's better coaches, more detailed information out there, how to play the game, better training. Yes, I do think that there are a number of kids that would, you know, benefit from leaving and going and just kind of starting their career in college. I Fair really do. Fair enough. You know? And I, I, I hate that, too, because I love the amateurism of sports. Mm-hmm. I like the innocence of just playing the game for what the game is meant to be. And I hate the professional side of it that it's leaking into college football to some degree. But also at the same time, too, it is a multi-billion dollar business. And for the fact that these kids that go to school, go to class, go to study hall, go to practice, go to lifting, do all these things, and that they can't benefit from that, you know, that is something that, um, you know, is unjust. Um, You know, hey, most of these colleges – you know, these kids at Ohio State, they're paying for those teachers' salaries. Correct. You know, the football program is paying for that new science building they have on campus. Correct. And let's not get it confused. You know, Ohio State, I'm sure they have great facilities and they have great teachers there, but the football machine is what makes the whole thing go. So Wismit's there, uh, probably be on campus by tomorrow, maybe even the game today. Who knows? They played yeah. last night. They won 49-42 in his last high school game, 9 of 16, 79 yards passing, one touchdown through the air, and he ran for a score in 31 yards. I'm just going to throw this out there. The way Ohio State is with a redshirt freshman quarterback, I wouldn't be surprised that Wismit is not the quarterback next year at Rutgers. I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle McCord leaves Ohio State, the St. Joe's prep kid out of Philly, and comes to plays on the banks of the Raritan. That's just me throwing it out there. (laughs) That's just me throwing it out there. So talk a little Rutgers football. We're going to break down a bunch of the quarterbacks. You're going to do that every week with that Sims complete QB. Got it right this year. Two years ago, couldn't figure out the hole was a I mean, turn the pager and let's go. I know. But yeah, it's the year of the quarterback here in New Jersey and New York and, uh, you know, a lot of great quarterbacks at at all levels and uh, it's a really exciting year for us. Uh, You know, last year was the most bizarre year in the history of the world, not just high school football, obviously. And you kind of get into this season, you're excited. St. Joe's gives a game away against Good Counsel last week over in Powell Park. They're supposed to play St. Francis out of Maryland. St. Francis gets COVID, they can't play. Then now Mar- they got Phillipsburg. But but it's funny how everything happened because yeah. Monsignor Farrell couldn't play. They're supposed to play more Catholic on that beautiful Land Tech red field out there at oh, More Catholic. Great plug. Has helped the Mavericks program tremendously. Right. Those guys almost ended up playing because More Catholic wants to make their program elite. They decided not to play. They, Danny Morangi caught Phillipsburg. Got him on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. They're going there at 6 o'clock tonight. And how um, great is that, too, for Phillipsburg saying, yeah, great. let's go. Let's Put go. the ball down. Let's play. Let's go. And, yeah, we need to see more of these matchups anyway. Public versus Catholic. When you have good teams, make it happen more in the area. No more of this traveling to California, to Texas. Let's just beat the teams in our area and see who's the best. Love it. We're going to talk about St. Joe's later in the show, but I have to mention Yazin Williams, the 6'2", 210-pound quarterback. Not that people are going to forget Audrey. Audric Estime, who's at Notre Dame right now and doing really well. Right. But this kid's got national recruit written all over him. Really impressive for his first game against good counsel. Um, you know, Luke Tucci is a very good running back, too, as well for very St. Good. Joe's. Um, he got rolled up with his knee injury during the game. Um, he came right in and ran for a 50-yard touchdown very shortly after that. So St. Joe's definitely has a great one-two punch again, you know, with Yasmin potentially being, you know, a high-level uh, football player down the road.
All right, Ty Butler, who's on the other side of the glass, give me a little music. We're going to break down the rumble on the Raritan. Everything was moved around. Games yesterday, games that were played yesterday were played at the site of the home teams. We were going to do this show this morning from RU, but obviously with the college game, Carlin's taking over the radio booth. We get bounced. But here's the slate for today. Donovan Catholic High School will coach Archbishop Stepanak out of White Plains at 11 down the shore. Good luck getting down there from White Plains on Labor Day weekend. Head <laughs> down to the shore. You better have left last night. I know Pat Masseroni, the basketball coach, he's probably left already. Shout out to Archbishop Stepanak and Coach Mike O'Donnell. The 53-man rosters were set this week in the NFL, and Malcolm Coons from Stepanak, he goes Raiders, 2016 grad, Thrill Williams, Dolphins, free agent, went to the Saints, got released. He's now going to play for Brian Flores, the old poly prep, strong safety. So congratulations to them. Coots was hardly recruited. I mean, he ended up going to Stony Brook, and that's the problem. I want to get into it real fast. The I go up to Darien, Connecticut yesterday. Yeah. All right. Now I go up there to watch my nephew Sean play. I'm right. going to put it out there right now. You met Sean two years ago at the Thanksgiving game. Yes, he sir. was a little boy then. Yes. <laughs> After that sophomore season, started working out with Ray Rice. Ray got him tougher, faster. All the coaches told my brother, "You got to get him stronger. You got to right. get him faster." I will tell you this right now, and you know me. I'll tell the truth. I don't care if he's my cousin or not, my nephew or not, because I'm going to say right now he lined up offsides trying to blitz. Can't do that. <laughs> but he was sensational yesterday. He will be the best linebacker in Fairfield County. Six two two ten. All the, if Sacred Heart doesn't offer him now, shame on my alma mater. At the end of the day, just what we're going back to with the Stepanak players as well, don't get caught up in being a high-level Division One seven-star recruit. At the end of the day, if you can play, these guys will find you. Went to Stony Brook. He's on an NFL roster. Doesn't matter. He's a great player. He's going to be a, a, an important player for their team, whether he's on practice squad or the 50-man roster during the entire 53-man roster during the season. You know, just, hey, do what you can. Play ball. Keep the game going. He's an old-school dude, man. Gets off blocks, gets the ball carrier really good. Yeah, it's great. The guy that jumped off the page, though, as impressed as I was with Sean. Sims, I talked to you about this kid this morning. Christian Allegro, 6'4", 205, free safety. He's going to Navy to play lacrosse. Great lacrosse player, but he has the heart of a football player. If somebody offered him, shame on Randy Edsel and UConn. I mean, an awful football program. They can't drive an hour and 40. Sims, don't make a face. They're awful. (laughs) They have kids on their roster all over the country. Can we make the hour and 45-minute drive and talk to Christian Allegro? Sacred Heart, Central Connecticut? We've seen this story multiple times, though. You know, guys like Chris Hogan, the basketball player from Baylor that's on the the practice squad, too, as well, here in the NFL. So, Chris Hogan, you know, went to to go play So funny, Sims. We didn't talk about that. That's who I thought of. He's, you know, there's multiple ways, there's multiple avenues to make it and you know hey if this kid is talented if he's a real football player he'll find his way as well uh back in, i think it was in may could have been march can't remember i sent you some footage of miles drake the darian quarterback six foot 185 pounds basketball player two sports star watched him play against fairfield prep in a great game scrimmage for the half yesterday okay prep's supposed to be real good this kid drake ate him alive you've seen some tape your thoughts on drake who has no interest from anyone 
Just from the quick tape that I watched, and uh, I mean, you know, hey, Drake, also update your huddle so I can watch some more film of you present day, okay? Instead Put of the that JV, stuff in from yesterday. The, yeah, instead of the JV film from last year. But uh, talented player. I like two, that, Sims, calling people out. Two-sport athlete. Um, you can, can dunk tol- a basketball. You can. T- oh, that's good for him. I can only smack the backboard. Um, <laughs> and it's just exciting, too, as well, that, like, smooth player, extends plays. He's the type of kid, too, as well. If, like, the kid in front of him is wide open, he might reverse field two times and then make the, the touchdown throw, which is, you know, hey, exciting football and especially, too, for all young QBs out there. In today's day and age, you have to be able to extend plays and make plays while on the move. You know, it's just a, a, a have to be, you know, for, for you as a young player. And Miles Drake is one of those people that can do that. I think so. In a little bit, we're going to break down. I know you're excited. You're all amped up to break down a bunch of the quarterbacks. But I had to get those three dudes in there yeah. from Darien High School. Really important. A little later on in the show, we're going to talk about one of the great myths of all time, Bishop Sycamore, and what they did to ESPN. <laughs> Boy, did ESPN step right into that. And now everybody's blam- they're blaming Paragon. Paragon's blaming the other guy. Here's the deal. If a team didn't win a football game last year, and now they're going to play the number one team in the country, don't schedule the game. Play it simple. We're going to come I'm back. I'm going to go play for Sycamore. I, yeah. Exactly. You know what? I think I could play for Sycamore. Uh, Ooh, don't I know. push it, Mike. It doesn't look yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, uh, Sims is going to break down the quarterbacks. We're going to have the Jets Gatorade Player of the Week. So we're real excited about that. We'll do that when we return. This is the Jets High School Football Hour, fueled by Gatorade. Now here's Mike Quick and Matt Sims. The High School Football Show on 98.7 ESPN is presented by All-American Ford and Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Call or shop online at allamericanford.net. Sims, you have one of those cars, right? I do, yes, sir. My man. All right, time for the Gatorade Player of the Week presented by Gatorade. Greatness starts with G. Each week during the high school football season, the New York Jets and Gatorade will honor a Player of the Week. The player will receive a $1,000 donation from the Jets and Gatorade in their name to support their high school football program. This week's Player of the Week is Steve Angeli, the quarterback for Bergen Catholic, bound for South Bend, the Golden Dome of Notre Dame. 6'2", 190 pounds. They went on the road last Friday night to Akron, Ohio, where they took on an Archbishop Hoban team, was the five-time out of the last six years champions in the state of Ohio. And Bergen Catholic took him apart. 42-7. Angeli, his first two attempts going complete. His next 14, right on the money. For 184 yards and two touchdowns, the 6'2", 190-pounder also ran for a score. The 14 consecutive passes, Sims, tie an unofficial school record. Matt Lavecchio back from 98-99. How about that? That's pretty impressive. What a crowd to be in there. Yeah, that's a good crowd. Lavecchio yeah. went to Notre Dame, too, yeah. and then he left, I think, for Indiana, if I'm not mistaken. Or was it UConn? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't confirm that that's either. That's a bad yeah, job, that's, Sims. That's amazing. You should know yeah. that. Okay, thanks. You were still, you were still yeah. in fourth the grade. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> again, before we break down the Sims quarterbacks, Don Bosco Prep at 1.30 today will host Iona Prep. A Johnny Shepard. If Don Bosco thinks that they are just going to set up and play against him, they're mistaken. We'll get to a jo- You know what? Give me a little of Johnny Shepard right now. 6'2", 225 quarterback. He's a linebacker. He's a linebacker, but he has a cannon for an arm. He's a great runner, too, as well. His first touchdown pass, in a, I mean, uh, first touchdown in varsity football was a 60-yard TD run. So the kid's an athlete. The kid is a baller. He has a great arm. Um, and, hey, he's, you know, He's following in the footsteps of Darius Wilson, who is a phenomenal player, too, as well. I don't know what Iono Prep is doing, but they get their quarterbacks right. Uh, they send him Sims complete. That's what they're doing. That's true, too. You know, uh, but <laughs> hey, 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 
Darius, some news down at William and Mary. Like it looks like he had a phenomenal camp, right? Looks like he had a great camp. Uh, you know, he's pushing to be, you know, potentially the the starter. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, Darius, you know, nothing but just respect for that player. The lefty, just like my brother. Uh, you know, Canna for an arm, been a great player for Iona Prep for this whole entire career. Um, and unfortunately for them, during the COVID year, they missed out on their for sure state championship team a year ago with all the talent that they had. But uh, congratulations to him on just having a great preseason and being, uh, you know, potentially the starter for William & Mary today against Virginia. Another one of those rumble on the Raritan games that was moved. All these games we just talked about were moved. My heart breaks for Tom McGuire and John Schmidt. They put so much into this event. I know you're still going all over the place today, tomorrow, giving out those Sims complete MVPs. And great MVPs. job, too, right, just by Tom and them and their whole crew of just managing this whole situation You know, for something that was totally unpredictable, especially with Rutgers having to move their game. So, you know, credit to those guys. And, uh, yeah, you know, hey, the Sims complete MVP, man is a sweet trophy. It's so a nice-looking trophy, You better Sims. ball out to win that, yeah. man, all right? <laughs> now, will you have the guts to give it to a player other than a quarterback? I absolutely. We, we've proven that in the past, that we can do that. You remember so, who yeah. we did that with? Yes, sir. My man, yeah. Scott Becker, from Iona Prep. Yes, sir. Who I'm hearing is going to give it a go today. Banged up his knee in a practice. Okay. Here he's going to be ready for at least try in that Don Bosco game. Right. And he is terrific. Well, adrenaline pumping, yeah. Probably, no doubt. Probably get it done. He's a great young man. Yes, sir. I truly believe that if he played in Northern New Jersey, he'd be a Division One center recruit. But he's going to Princeton, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, DePaul tonight on Alps Road, 7 o'clock, will host Cardinal Hayes. We will break down the Cardinal Hayes great quarterback matchup. in just a second. Ty, give me some of that Sims quarterback music. Here we go. Steve Angeli. Not going to lie, I never saw it. I didn't see it his sophomore and junior year. It didn't look like it was easy for him. The other night against Hoban, and I talked to Steve on Monday up there at Bergen, I thought he made the game look so easy. When the quarterback can make the game look so easy, for a novice like me watching, you could be like, okay, now you could see why everybody in the country wanted Well, him. credit to Vito and just his entire coaching staff for just grooming him into the position. Uh, we were kind of... Uh, you know, being hard on them when they were doing the two QB system two years ago. Um, but obviously, you know, it's paying off now and it's working. Um, they did what they were supposed to do against a lesser opponent. They they kicked their butts. And, uh, you know, Angeli, a lot of good throws, moved well in the pocket. Moved great. Uh, threw a great post route for a touchdown off his back foot while people were running into his face. Um, you know, so just great pose, uh, uh, poise, excuse me, um, in the pocket, really understanding his offense and playing fast, making correct decisions. Uh, you know, Burton Catholic right now with him at the helm, uh, the most dangerous team in the state. I think the thing watching the game that impressed me the most was the throw he didn't make on the six-yard line. Started right, checked off his primary, checked into his second, nothing there, tuck it backside walked into the end zone it was right there it's like wow he's got it yeah good awareness in the pocket again being calm and relaxed understanding just his entire read um and then just playing ball and letting his athleticism again extend plays young qbs you know just extending the play keeping alive with his legs uh fantastic throw and really one of the best throws he made was when they did a sprint out to the right and they had a one-man route and uh, Santino, the receiver that they have over Correa, there, is a terrific. great player. Yeah. Um, he he made the guy miss. He knew that Angeli was looking for him. He worked back end line to the end zone. Angeli checked down in front of him and ripped a strike for a touchdown. That's that's like NFL caliber type of throws. You know, that's the type of throws you want to see from a Division One quarterback. Montana to Clark. Sims, you're on your game today. You're doing really well. Okay, now. Thank you, Michael. 
Henry Beeline the fourth, Cardinal Hayes, C.J. O'Neill's guy. Beeline. He Beeline. He was at Bergen Catholic as a freshman. Went back home to Harlem. Plays at Cardinal Hayes. Is it fair to say that no high school quarterback in the country is far? Now he's going to Duke. Six four two ten. But is it fair to say that the pandemic, for recruiting purposes, affected him more than any quarterback it, in America? It affected him. It's affecting everyone. It's affecting just the quality of just like the players being seen out there, the amount, the quantity of players being seen out there. Um, you know, because a lot of the stuff does happen in person. Um, you know, and it's very difficult for a lot of these coaches to kind of get a feel for the person, the player, unless they're seeing them live, you know, and in color. Um, now, that being said, Bergen Catholic, wow, what a, a just an unbelievable list of quarterbacks that you've had. You know, we have Steve Angeli, who's going to Notre Dame, right? All right, great player already. Henry Bielen, right? Backup quarterback on the freshman team. Actually, third-string quarterback on the freshman team. Because the number two quarterback The number last two night. quarterback, right? Or the number, well, it was Angeli, Dean DeNoble at Morris Catholic, who was the top passer in the state a year ago. Yep, 2,300 right? yards. 2,300 yards, right? Great football player. Unbelievable football player. And then Henry Bielen, all on the same freshman football team, right? And then you have Jack Russer the following year, right, who now is at Ramapo. Right, who is a group three state champion, 100 meter and 200 meter, right, for track. And he had four touchdowns last night for Rampo. So you have all these guys that, you know, didn't want to compete at Bergen for the starting job. But hey, you know what? They went to another place. Yep. They're making it work. Yep. And all of them are going to have great careers and move on. And hey, Henry's going to Duke. Uh, Dean right now is committed to Lafayette. And Jack, you know, we'll see what happens with him. But I mean, he's. He's going to make something happen, too, as well, because that dude is a player as well. Denoble 6'2", 175. Pretty cool stat. Last night, Morris Catholic opened with a win for the first time in 15 years on opening night. They rolled through Pequannock 40-7, and you talked about Big And just Red. a year ago, too, as well, struggled, you know, against that very same opponent. Absolutely. You know, and now a guy like Dean Denoble is changing their program because he's borderline unstoppable. I love it. And then Big Red, Jack Russert last night, you talked about it. Ankle injury ruined his year last year. Comes back in a big way. Right. 15-21 for 216. Three touchdowns. Huge second half as they beat West Essex. Good West Essex Jack team. Jack was 14 to of 18 for 205. 14 of 18. Yeah, three touchdowns. One pick and one running touchdown. Oh, yeah. so Sims, I got bad Let's information. Go. Yeah. You know, I think he rushed for like about 50 yards well, as well. Well, thank you. Yeah, Alright, no Matthew. Worries. Here we go. I'll do your job too. Thank okay. You. Okay. Right. Here we go. Rip and run. Okay. Rip and run. All right, let's go. Champ Long, St. Peter's Prep, junior going to Maryland, six feet, 185, 190 pounds, began his career at Fairfield Prep up in Connecticut, where right. I watched him. The guy is a gamer. He's got some savvy and some moxie. He's definitely savvy, right? Great poise again in the pocket. Again, extends plays outside of the pocket, throws it well on the run. You could tell that he's a natural throw. He has a flexible arm, throws from multiple arm angles, right? And the really the, mess, the best thing about it is, is that's a well-run offense. Right, St. Peter's knows exactly what they're trying to do on offense. And, you know, it's Bergen Catholic, St. Peter's 1-2. and two. So it'll kind of come down to the quarterbacks and Jelly, you know, versus Champ. Who's going to play better when that matchup happens? November 30th, it's tentatively set for 1 o'clock on a Saturday at Caven Point. Ooh, and if Bergen I'm Catholic rich- doesn't play well at Caven Point. But they, it, listen... 
Caven Point is the best home field advantage in the tri-state area on a Friday night. If I'm Rich Hansen, the new AD who gave the job to his son Richie Jr., <laughs> right. and they've now scored 110 points in two nobody cares games because it's just it, but, but hey, they here's did the thing. what they had to do. They did, but All I right. moved that game to seven o'clock on I Friday night. Yeah. If I'm St. Peter's, Enzo Arjona. Northern Highlands plagues for Greg Russo, six feet, 190 pounds, going to Mammoth. Here's what I love about him. Last year played a cast, I played on with a cast on his known yeah. non-throwing hand. What do you like about him? Tough player. Um, again, very athletic, extends plays with his feet as well. Um, you know, just a really well-run organization too, as well at Northern Highlands. You know, Ramapo Northern Highlands again. They scrimmaged earlier this year. Ramapo, you know, got after him pretty well. They beat him 28 to seven in the scrimmage. So Northern Highlands has their work cut out for him. Enzo, you know, is definitely by far the leader of that team, and we'll see if they can put it together to win a championship. Let's go out to Long Island for a second. I love this guy. I've loved him since his sophomore year. Started as a freshman. Charlie McKee, 6'1", 205, going to play for Chuck Priori and the Seawolves at Stony Brook. He'll throw the ball 400 times this year with Rob <laughs> Blount as his head coach. Just a winner. I mean, he can, he can throw it. He can run it. I think it's a great keep on Long Island kid. Yeah, good player. Like, not good player. He's a great player. Phenomenal person, too, as well. And that's the thing, too, about all these kids. They're all great people. They're great people. They're great leaders, right? Their team respects them. Charlie is the man. He has a cannon, too, as well. Um, you know, and that's why we said earlier, like, this is the year of the quarterback. All of these quarterbacks that we're mentioning, they're great football players. They're great watches. Get out there and see these guys play. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what level they're on. You know, these guys are going to make some some hay happen this year. Sims, a guy I want you to watch. I know you don't know a lot about him yet, but you will. Alex Brown, 6'3", 200-pounder, going to Bucknell from Red Bank Catholic. Began his career as a freshman at St. Peter's Prep. Transferred to Matter Day. Played for Dino Mangiro for two years. Dino is now down in Florida. And he opened against Timber Creek in big fashion. He backs his game up with his mouth. He can talk it up pretty good. So we got to stay tuned for Alex Brown. <laughs> Ty, give it. me a little roundup music. Here we go. We didn't mention Jaden Craig, and he didn't have to do a lot last night. The Rumble on the Raritan, we'll actually call this the Rumble on the Rooftop. They played on the fourth floor out at Union City High School. Jaden going to Harvard, only threw it seven times, completed four, three were for touchdowns. The story of the game, Miles Thomason, he's an Ivy League recruit, 14 carries, 200. 40 yards and three touchdowns. By the way, you weren't there, but you know the big stat of the game? What's that, Coach? He was awarded the Sims Complete QB MVP. Woo! How about that? I'm telling you stuff you don't even know yeah, about your own right. trophy. Hey, yeah. All right, another game. Rumble on the Raritan. <laughs> Here we go. It was moved to East Orange. Montclair, East Orange. East Orange, 37. Montclair, 28. Montclair led this game with 839 left. 21-18, and then they go. East O. 559 total yards. Five foot six, 162 pound running back. Fire hydrant, Damian Phillips, senior running back. 31 carries, 277 and two touchdowns. Quarterback, Ray Oliver, 18 of 27, 233 yards, two touchdowns in the air, and one on the ground. Give me a little Rutgers music. Here we go. 12 o'clock. Are you? The Scarlet Knights are a two touchdown favorite against Temple. The game was a sellout. Thursday night before they had to postpone because of the horrible storm. Don't know if they're going to sell it out today, but if you didn't go and you listen on the radio, there's going to be a different look, different sound. Chris Carlin, still in the booth. Fooch, for somehow, some way, is still on the sidelines. 15 <laughs> years, can't figure it out. How he still boy, does Fooch. It. But Ray Lucas will not be calling games. Ray Lucas has decided to go home to Harrison High School, where he's an all-state quarterback and basketball player. He went back because it looked like Harrison was going to give up their football program. 
23 kids. Lucas said, no way. Out of the booth, back home, building it up. We're going to get him on the show this year. So good luck to Ray Lucas. Good luck to the Scarlet Knights. Hope everybody gets it going the right way. It's going to be tough for Lucas. The last 10 years, Harrison has been 23 and 69. Hey, I mean, credit to all these guys, too, who take time out of their lives anyway to coach up these young men, right? The guys that do it the right way, you know, with their personal time like that. So, you know, kudos to Ray for doing that. I love it. Good good luck. This is the Jets High School Football Hour, fueled by Gatorade. Now here's Mike Quick and Matt Sims. Now back to the Jets High School Football Hour. Here's Mike Quick and Matt Sims. And of course, Sims, the high school football show on 98.7 ESPN is presented by All-American Ford and Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Call or shop online at allamericanford.net. Do you remember your first high school football game? First varsity game? Oh, yeah. yeah. How'd you sleep the night before? Uh... I think I slept pretty good. I don't really remember that part of it. But, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, we were playing uh, St. Anthony's out in Long Island. Okay. And you won 20 to 6, I think, right? 20 yeah, to 3. 21 to 6 or 26 to 6, something yeah. to that extent. And uh, yeah, I was very nervous for the game. Uh, but Nunzio and the staff, they got me right. And uh, we, we played a great, great game, great opponent. Uh, that's when St. Anthony's was still really rolling. Really good, yeah. Uh, and we, we played a fantastic game out there. And it was, it was a great experience. You say Nunzio, Nunzio. Nunzio Campanelli, baby. Oh, so the older brother of what Jimmy Cavallo says is the forgotten son at the Campanelli family. There's Mike, the dad, who's a wonderful coach. Then there's Vito, who's at Bergen now. There's Nuns, who's the who was the interim head coach at Rutgers after he left Bergen Catholic. Anthony's in the secondary for the Miami Dolphins. And we are so happy to be joined by... The youngest Campanelli, and he has definitely made a name for himself inside the football circles because if you know Nick Campanelli, you know he's a great offensive mind. Coach, your first varsity game tonight, 7 o'clock, against your good friend C.J. O'Neill and Cardinal Hayes. What was it like last night when you went to bed, putting your head on the pillow, knowing you were 24 hours away from coaching your first game? <laughs> it wasn't easy. I'd say I didn't sleep too good last night. But <laughs> I, uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on uh, Nick, it, it, it's pretty cool because, you know, what we see a lot now in the high school coaching ranks, guys want instantaneous gratification. Like assistants want to be head coaches right yep. away. And and you put in your time. But I think when you went to bed last night, you're probably saying to yourself, I know we're playing against a really good quarterback today and Henry Bielen, but your defense is very good. You have Syracuse, Wisconsin, and Central Michigan. That's That's got to make you feel a little yep. better, right? It, we do, yeah. I, I feel very good about this defense. It, it's senior-led. You know, we have a lot of guys. I think we have eight guys that are three-year starters. You know, that, that's very rare, obviously, in our league. So, yeah, we're excited about those guys. I, I love watching them play. and They just do a great job getting to the ball and, and causing turnovers. And They're an exciting defense to watch. I think you'll see that tonight. And, Coach, for you guys this year, uh, you know, you have a new starter, A.J. Rodriguez, you know, who's uh, at the helm for the team this year, uh, replacing uh, the great Andrew Butler. Uh, two-year starter for the past two years for you guys. Uh, just what will be, I guess, the goal for you to kind of acclimate him into uh, his first varsity start as well? Yeah, you know, I think it'll be the same as always. You know, try to get him some early completions. You know, some easy completions. Get him, you know, he's into the game in his first start. But uh, he, he's a really confident kid. You know, and he's a great athlete, so he can do a lot of things. You know, I think you'll see a different type of offense than you've seen 
the last couple of years with Andrew. You know, Andrew being the great passer and pocket-style quarterback that he was, AJ's a little bit of a different athlete. So you'll see a little different offense, I think. Nick, as the OC there for so long, you're, you're familiar with other teams. You're familiar with Bosco. You're familiar with Bergen. You're familiar with Joe's, St. Peter's. Of course, in your first game, you get a team that you know about but have never played against. What was it like preparing for yep. Cardinal Hayes and truly one of the best quarterbacks in all of America that people don't know about in Henry Bielen? Yeah, I mean, this kid's incredible. He must have some uh, off-season quarterback coach, man, because he's uh, <laughs> the real deal. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate it. Uh, I think he was talking about Phil. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, give him some credit, too. Absolutely. So, but, uh, but, yeah, to, to answer your question, that's been the hardest part is trying to prepare because they haven't played a game or had a scrimmage yet, so we really haven't had any film on them this year. And, you know, we, we had a couple games from them in the spring, uh, but that's a completely different roster. So, um, you know, we're expecting the style of play to be the same, but completely different, you know, numbers and, and roster. And then, too, as far as just, you know, offensively for you guys, um, you know, when you're game planning, is it kind of just like keep it simple, keep it straightforward because you're not sure what to expect from a team that you really haven't even seen on film? Yeah, it is actually. We're, we're probably going to be a little more basic. You know, we're not really – I wouldn't call us basic, but uh, we'll, we'll be probably a little more more so tonight uh, just because, it's, you know, we don't know that much about our opponent. You know, and that's something, too, that me, Mike, you know, uh, all of us, too, in these circles as well, and Nikki, we've had these conversations where just, you know, New York, let's get on the same page as New Jersey. You know, we need to have these matchups more often. You know, it's such a disadvantage for, for Nikki, even, too, for, for just CJ and his boys at Cardinal Hayes going into a game where it's their first time in real-life contact. And oh, it's the a most- much bigger problem for Cardinal Hayes than it, it is it DePaul absolutely, It's, still, it's still a disadvantage for DePaul, yeah. too, as well, because there are a ton of question marks, but something that, you know, I think, you know, I'm saying this to Nikki as well, just like as coaches, as people here in the media, we all need to kind of come together and get New York and New Jersey on the same page to make, you know, this league better, because it is good football, and this will be a fun watch tonight. That really wasn't a question, that was more it, of a, just yeah, a statement. <laughs> I, you know what? I agree, though, man. They, they got a lot of great players out there. They're great. They're coached really well. You know, I, I think if they had the same time to prepare, uh, you know, it'd be a more even playing field. But you know, I think tonight it's going to be a heck of a game. I know that for sure. Is it true the head coach at Bergen Catholic ducked you guys? You wanted to play Bergen this year, and they chose not to play you. I heard he was very intimidated of the old ball coach up there in his first year. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I doubt that, man. He's got, he's got a pretty good team over there. Yeah. I don't think they're ducking anybody. And, of course, for those of you who don't know, the head coach of Bergen Catholic is Nikki's older brother, Vito, and they do have a great team. But it worked out for both of them because they were both able to go out of conference and get some good games. Well, Coach, we'll see you up there tonight. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day and then get ready for CJ and the show rolling in from uh, the Bronx, New York. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate you having me on. You got it, buddy. You're the man, Nikki. See you. Good luck tonight, man. So we'll be there tonight. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Before before we go to break, Sims, I want to play this game. Ty, give me some music here. It's called Pick the Games. Not Tonight is a matchup, though, that is something I'm very excited about. Well, th- now that's funny because that's why I segue into this. Yeah. Like this first game of the year, I wouldn't miss this game for anything. Like this is a game that when we Absolutely. heard it. Okay, yeah. so now. Let me take you to next week. You can choose one of the two games to go to. All right. 
I'm intrigued by Bill Fitzgerald's Seton Hall prep team. Absolutely, yes. And a lot of what happens today will dictate if Bosco beats Iona Prep, I think that's a great game next week. If DePaul beats Cardinal Hayes and St. Joe's beats Phillipsburg, that's a great game. They're both next week. Which one are you going to? Just pick one, Sims. St. Joe's, Phillipsburg. Okay. On the week... Just to see the Catholic public school dynamic. Phillipsburg, the whole city shuts down to watch those games. You know, it's one of those environments where I think St. Joe's is going to be a little surprised by how intense it is. St. Joe's did play a lot, but even though they gave the game away last week against Good Counsel, they three turnovers, they, they did. They tough. looked terrible in the preseason. Well, they looked it's, awful. At least toughness. Except Jimmy Mullins. At least toughness will never be a question with that team led mm. by Morangi. You know, so they're gonna they're gonna grind out more games than you think. Okay, I'm intrigued. The weekend of the 16th. Here we go. October 16th, St. Joe's at Bergen Catholic. <laughs> okay. Now you can only choose one. Yeah. Cardinal Hayes at Iona Prep. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, this year for the Jersey guys, I'm going to have to go to New York and go watch Cardinal Hayes Iona Prep. If Cardinal Hayes and Iona Prep played last year, remember Prep played earlier in the in the winter and Hayes played later. They were both undefeated. If they played, go Sims. Who wins? Oh, Cardinal Hayes. I agree. So, sorry, Spags. I'm sorry, man. But Cardinal Hayes late in the year is always a dangerous team. It's kind of like Bosco. They always get hot late. And just with Henry Bielen and that skill, I mean, it, it would have been a tough matchup. But I know Darius right now, if he's listening, he is really pissed that I'm saying this about his team. <laughs> October 23rd, Bergen Catholic at Seton Hall Prep. Now, that's a tough one because you don't know what's going to happen along the way. Bosco at Joe's. Pick one. I'm going to go with Berg and Seton Hall just because I want to see what Seton Hall is all about. And I also think, too, as well, we got to figure out, you know, we know Bergen and we know Peters are at the top two. Which one of the other teams is going to push those top two for the potential upset or the state championship this year? You know, someone has to do it. I don't want it to be a clean cut where it's just we know it's Peters, uh, Bergen the whole year. And I'm just interested to see, you know, Seton Hall is about that. So then you answer the question on October 30th, the can't-miss yeah. game. If everything goes chalk, yeah. the can't-miss game is Bergen at St. Peter's Prep tentatively for 1 o'clock on a Saturday. It, tentatively, right. I'd move it. Yeah. Bergen doesn't want to hear that, but if no, Richie Hansen's don't. listening, they he don't. should move it. And I know Bergen does not like playing up there at Cavan Point or down there at Cavan Point, but, yeah, let's make that a night game, and I'm sorry for all the people that have to travel to go to that game because parking down there is awful. <laughs> Sims, will you have the guts to make picks this year? If you so choose that to be, Wizard. This is the Jets High School Football Hour, fueled by Gatorade. Now here's Mike Quick and Matt Sims. I get no Now back to the Jets High School Football Hour. Here's Mike Quick and Matt Sims. Chumbawamba to start the day. Because you know why, Sims? Because you, you broke my you-know-what two years ago. You said I didn't know how to pick games, okay? Sims, I went back and I looked. Because I didn't get to finish the Listen, year out. you've been waiting two years to say this, okay? Yes. Now, I, this is what I learned. Yes. All right? When I pick a team, I just motivate the other team so much more, you know? So, I, I actually, I like this power that I have. Do you I'm do? clearly motivating these people. But you were sub-500, Sims. I picked Joe's against Bosco two years ago, right? And that's when Bosco had that great, you know, fourth 
you know, down stop to right. win the game. Yep. And I can't tell you how many people came up to me like, we're going to win today just because you picked Joe's. And I'm like, all right, hey, guys, appreciate it. Yeah. Well, Anytime. you were never liked when you were at Bosco either. No, not even by Bosco <laughs> Sims, people. Sims, <Yeah. laughs> stroking, here we go, 26-9 and nine, two years ago. Here we go, Ty, bring me a little <laughs> kick music. Smearna, Delaware, coming up 95 to the corner of Forest and Oradell today, 2 o'clock kick. They have a, a quarterback, have you seen him, Trans, uh, transferred over from McDonough, a bunch of Division I offers. They have three or four little scat backs that can catch it and go. Good luck. Good luck going against Christian Ross, John Fiore, and Malachi Mercer. They got other bigger name guys on defense than those three, but I love those three cats last <laughs> week against Archbishop Hoban. Angeli, Butler, Battering Ram. Oh, yeah. The defense is just terrific. Dom Bronia, big offensive lineman, two-way guy. He's really good. Listen, Jack Camilla, tight end. He's you very know, Very good. good football player as well. You know, Butler the bus, you know, just running Butler through. Butler the bus. Butler the bus, just running through arm tackles. So you better have good leverage when you go to tackle that dude. Yep. And good luck, Smyrna. You ain't winning. I'm going with BC. Uh, I own a prep at Don Bosco. <laughs> I will not let you pick this game because you're an alum, and I just don't know if it's a legit pick being an alum. Another rumble on the Raritan <laughs> show on the road. This is a must win for Dan Sabella. Two and three last year. You know, everybody still says national program, national program. Well, you better beat Iona Prep today if you even want to be in that thing. Nick Minucci, the quarterback, they got to let him go. Minucci. 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 Not Mucci. Mucci. Minucci. Well, that's why you're here, Sims. Thank Thank you. you. How good is Ronnie Heath, the running back? He's a great football player, you know, and they rushed for 13 yards last week against St. John's. So uh, running the football and getting downhill will definitely be a, a big focal point. A Johnny Shepard, people up there in Ramsey will know his name after this afternoon because the junior quarterback, big, strong, he can throw it. I've in- been telling people as well, they're just happy. I, you should be happier seeing him week one instead of week five because this kid is going to be a baller for them. Justin Jolly, receiver going to Delaware. He's a steal. I think he's a terrific player. I was Great really impressed player. in the preseason with Mike Ryan, another wide out. Great hand. Really love Iona Prep. Just not to win today, I'm going with the Ironman. Stepanak at Donovan Catholic. Game starts at 11 this morning. James McCauley, he's back. Went to Georgia last year when they didn't know if they were going to play. Very good quarterback. I just don't know if Stepanak has enough. But here, big game because Donovan Catholic, they have a new quarterback, new running back, pretty good up front and going to be good on defense. If Stepanak can win, that's a big one. But I'm going with Donovan Catholic. I'm going Donovan too. Cardinal Hayes DePaul. I love the matchup. Belin versus the defense. We talked with Coach about A.J. Rodriguez making his first start. I just think if this game was played in week five, I think there's a good chance Cardinal Hayes could win. Playing it in week one, they can't. I'm going with Nikki's kids at DePaul. I'm going with Hayes. St. Joe's Phillipsburg, we talked about it. They looked terrible in the preseason. Game went away, gave one away last week. They're going to Phillipsburg tonight. Only had 48 hours to prepare. I'm taking St. Joe's. Ooh, Phillipsburg, just because I want to do the upset. Yeah. Sims, it's great to be back with you, Ty. Thanks for everything. We'll see you next week. Go, Rutgers, and enjoy your football Saturday, everyone. Sorry for my read, top of the line hockey.